You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Page three now, Russia ramping up in Syria. Those were Russian fighter jets striking positions in Syria. Exactly which targets seem to be in question? What is not being questioned is that the move by Vladimir Putin into the conflict in Syria is a huge embarrassment and black eye for President Obama. Russia states an intent to fight ISIL on the one hand and to support Bashar al-Assad and his regime on the other. Fighting ISIL without pursuing a parallel political transition only risks escalating the civil war in Syria. And with it, the very extremism and instability that Moscow claims to be concerned about and aspire to fighting. We must not and will not be confused in our fight against ISIL with support for Assad. Moreover, we have also made clear that we would have grave concerns should Russia strike areas where ISIL and al-Qaeda-affiliated targets are now operating, are not operating. Strikes of that kind would question Russia's real intentions fighting ISIL or protecting the Assad regime. No hollower words were ever spoken. Putin is doing what Obama should have done. That is, work with the royal inbred Bashar al-Assad to kill the barbarians. So where is all of this headed? A proxy war between the United States and Russia, perhaps? Joining me now from Southern California, international affairs expert and editor of the Newsbomb Report, Barry Newsbomb. Barry, you know... There's a grocery store in my neighborhood that is uh, going out of business because it was bought out by a chain, and and this chain is folding. But it's a good location in a good neighborhood, and there's going to be another store. Another chain is going to seize this opportunity. This void is going to be filled by another grocery store chain. And my point is, is that Obama has left, abandoned the Middle East, specifically Syria, and both physically and philosophically, and Vladimir Putin is that grocery store moving in. I think you're being too kind uh, to Obama. Uh, the, the problem is solely to be laid at the feet of this administration, both in the White House and the State Department's representative, John Kerry. Uh, Russia could care less what the United States says or threatens, as uh, Assad has shown us uh, over the last three years. Graham, nobody fears anything the United States says when it comes to foreign policy, especially in the Middle East. I blame Syria and the disastrous nine million people displaced from their homes solely on the administration. You know, listen, I am not an apologist for Bashar al-Assad. I think he's a bad guy. But as they say in the Middle East, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And the the main enemy right now is the Islamic State. You heard Ashton Carter there. Uh, He was reading a prepared statement. I don't think that was from his heart. I think that was from the White House. And and basically what they're doing, the administration seems so fixated on Bashar al-Assad that they've completely lost the big picture here. And the big picture here is genocide that's being committed in both Syria and Iraq by the Islamic State. 
Well, it's, it's actually worse than that, I would say. Uh, if you go back a couple of years, remember all the chemical weapons that were found in Syria and the United States led the U.N. coalition to guarantee that all the chemical weapons would be taken out. And if they weren't all taken out, Syria would be in big trouble. Yep, the well, red line. Right? Yeah, obviously they weren't all taken out. Then the famous red line was drawn. Bashar al-Assad has violated that red line somewhere in the area of five hundred times. And the United States has done nothing as he drops barrel bombs and fires chemical weapon shells into his countrymen's homes. Hundreds of thousands of people have been slaughtered. Nine million are displaced, three million of which are on their way into Europe right now. And what did the United States do? Nothing. So into the void comes Russia. And you know why Russia's there? Because we let them take Crimea and did nothing. We let them into the Ukraine and we did nothing. They shot down a jetliner and we do nothing. Yeah. Now they're building two military bases, huge ports in Syria. They've moved in divisions of men and material, planes and jets. And they're fighting, a, as you said, a war in Syria. But according to my sources in Israel, they're not fighting ISIS. They're bombing the Free Syrian Army and the other rebel groups, and they're leaving ISIS alone. And what are we going to do about it? Absolutely nothing. Remember, Obama met face-to-face -face with Putin in New York. They had a long discussion. Putin never mentioned it. Apparently, Obama never brought it up. And we've given Syria to the Russians. And watch. I bet they never leave. But don't forget also that Obama armed these guys. I mean, we, all we have to do is look at what was happening in the attack in the Benghazi in Libya, when part of what was happening there was they were trying to funnel those leftover arms uh, after uh, Muammar Gaddafi was deposed and killed. Those leftover arms, they were trying to funnel them to the uh, so-called rebels uh, in Syria, which turned out to be actually the Islamic State. So in the end, Obama has armed the Islamic And basically, if you kind of back up and you zoom out now, Barry, it's, it's who should, whose side should we be on? Bashar al-Assad, again, I don't like the guy. I think he's a, a murderous heathen. But he's fighting the same people we are. And, and in a sense, Vladimir Putin is. Can't you look at this as an opportunity for the United States and Russia possibly to join forces and work together to actually beat back the Islamic State instead of be uh, at opposing sides? I, I like the theory, except for the last part, what happens after. Right. Here's, here's my take on it. The United States goes to war to help people, and then what do we do? We always leave. Yep. Russia goes to war not to help people, but to advance their own position, and then Russia never leaves. They were in Eastern Europe for decades. They were in Egypt for decades. The same thing's going to happen in Syria. Yeah, if we got together and Russia had any kind of respect for our foreign policy and any sort of fear of what might happen if they violated a deal they made with us, uh, they might leave. But the problem is, Iran just kicked America's butt terribly and is bragging about how we gave in everywhere. Putin has done the same thing and now three countries and has no respect for our foreign policy. So probably what happens is Assad will stay in power. Right. He'll continue slaughtering his own people. Eventually, Russia and Assad, with the army he reconstitutes with Russian material, will end up beating back ISIS out of Syria. And then what's going to happen? Russia has a client state in Syria and their proxy... There being Syrian proxy is also the Iranian 
terror machine, Hezbollah, which is being armed daily. Now, here's the scary part. As of two days ago, Russia has warned the United States Air Force and the Israeli Air Force to stay out of Syrian airspace. Yep. What's going to happen, Graham, if we, the United States, is flying a mission against ISIS and we come into the same airspace as a Russian jet? It could this get is ugly. very, very it, serious potential. It could potential. be a proxy war. We're out of time, Barry, but the bottom line is, is that Vladimir Putin, Russia, is now dictating what's going on in that region of the world, and it's a sad, sad story for Barack Obama. And Putin is playing Obama, by the way, like a Stradivarius. Oh, my gosh. He has no respect for our president, and I'm just wondering how we're going to get through the next 15, 16 months without more damage being done that's going to have to be cleaned up by the next guy that goes to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Uh, Putin is, is playing Obama to the hilt right now. Barry, thank you. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.